Right, morning everybody. Hello. Um, this feels strange. I'm usually teaching people how to do maths, not talking about the Bible. So if I get a bit panicked and start telling you Pythagoras' theorem, then hopefully you can just kind of, you know, not panic too much. Um, so anybody who knows me will know that I love a quiz. I love a game. And so I've got a little game for us to start with. Now, a bit like Mikey and the action song, I was imagining a few more children probably. So we'll all have to join in everybody. Okay. And what I'm going to ask you to do, if I can have the next slide, Jill, is we're going to play a game. I'm going to talk a bit about Jesus said, I am the bread of life in a bit. But before I do that, we're going to do a quiz, okay? And those of you who are old enough might remember family fortunes. And actually, it's been going on forever, it turns out. There's been about 15 different hosts. I had to look it up. The most recent one is Gino De Campo. Does anyone know who he is? Some kind of chef. Um, Vernon Kay, Les Dennis, depending on how old you are, you might recognize some others. And what happens on family fortunes is there's a category like sandwich fillings or something, and you have to buzz in and try and pick one of the sandwich fillings. Yeah, that's Right, and if you get it wrong, it goes, uh-uh, or something, and a big cross comes up. And so what we're going to do is we're going to do a quiz a bit like Family Fortunes. Or if you don't know Family Fortunes, you might have played Outburst, which is a board game. Same kind of thing. You get a category like holiday destinations or something, and you have to try and guess the top ten. Okay? But what we're going to do this morning is, in this bag... There are 10 types of bread, 10 bread products, okay? So I went to the bread aisle in the supermarket yesterday, and I picked up 10 items of bread. I opened the packets this morning, so I have 10 half-empty packets of bread in my house, and I have one item of everything in this bag, okay? So what I'm going to ask you to do is in groups of maybe three or four, whoever you're with, if you don't want to join in, that's fine. If you want to do it on your own, that's fine as well. So when you get yourself into a little group in a minute, we've got some volunteers coming around with a piece of paper and a felt pen. We couldn't find any proper pens this morning, so you might have to have an orange felt pen. And these are the rules. I'm just going to tell you the rules for one second. Okay, the rules. Here are the rules. The rules are... You are trying to identify the 10 bread products in my bag, but you are not allowed to hedge your bets and write down 15 things, okay? You can only write down 10 things. So in your group, you have to decide what are the top 10. Now, I'm going to tell you, one of them is slightly more lateral, okay? So nine of them are quite standard. One of them needs a little bit more lateral thinking, okay? Now... Children, you need to help your adults. I'm sure you've eaten lots of bread. You know lots of bread products. And you'll know when it's time to stop when the music plays, okay? And when the music plays, you've got 30 seconds to be ready for the big reveal, okay? It doesn't matter the order. No, no, no. Okay, just the 10 things from my bag, okay? Off you go. Oh, I should give you a clue. One of them is a bagel. Okay, so you're looking for things like that. One of them is a bagel. Okay, Jill, could we maybe have the music?
Right, okay. I thought we should have some maths-related music. So we've got the countdown theme. So I have primed a few children to come and sit a bit nearer at the front. And as I lift out the items of bread, okay, any children that would like to, anyone else, you can come and help with some of the identifying, okay? So come and sit down. So everybody, you need to be marking your answers. Double check you only have 10, no cheating. Right, can you see everybody from my bag? Yeah? Okay, can I start with this one then? What is this? A wrap. So one point if you wrote down a wrap. Okay. Right then, let's go for another one. Oh, there's the bagel. You can all have a bonus point for the bagel. Well done. I can't see you, everybody. Would you mind coming round so I can see you? Can you come round a little bit? Great. Okay, what about this one, everybody? What are these? These are? <laughs> breadsticks. One point if you're at breadsticks. Okay, and next one. Now then, this one's a bit harder. Do you know what this is? Pita bread. Well done. One point for pita bread. Okay, all oh, the others are all in the little bag. Hang on. What about this one? What's this? Shortbread. It's a baguette, actually, not shortbread. It is quite short, isn't it? This is a baguette. Yeah. Oh, right then, okay. What about this one, volunteers? That is a crumpet. Okay. Oh, there's some nods. Some people have crumpets. Right. Next one. Do you know what that is? You have it with your curry sometimes. That one is a naan bread. Oh, some people didn't have that written down. That one's called, it's called a naan bread. Okay, next one. I don't know how many left there are. Maybe three? Do you know what that is? It is long bread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is ciabatta. Okay, yeah. Oh, some people are nodding. Yeah, the charts are doing well at the back, I can see. Okay, two left. This one is hard now. I'm guessing not many people have this one. That one is focaccia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, look, look. These are the people who shop at Waitrose with their focaccia. Very nice. And then here is the last one. So, children, this might be your favorite, maybe. What is that? That is a gingerbread man. There we go. That is your lateral one. So, what I'd like you to do then is to total up your scores. How many out of 10 have you got? <laughs> Okay, shall we first of all, is anyone brave enough to tell us if they got less than half? <laughs> uh, did anyone get more than half? Yes, Martins, how many? Seven, any advance on seven? Oh, Grace, how many? Nine or eight, amazing, well done. Maybe you should come and select a bread product as your prize at the end. <laughs> you might not want it, okay. So I'm just going to talk briefly to the children mainly, but to everybody as well, um, about what it's like to feel hungry. And I don't know if you've ever been on a day trip, children, where you've been to the beach or something and you're on your way home in the car and you say, can I have a snack to your mum and dad or whoever you're with? And they say, we haven't got any snacks. We've eaten all the snacks at the beach. And all the way home in the car, you think, oh, I'm so hungry. Or have you ever been at school and you look at the clock and it's like 11.30 and it's ages before lunch and you think, oh, I'm so hungry. And sometimes it makes you feel a bit cross, doesn't it, when you're really hungry? There's a word, isn't there, which is hangry, which is people who are angry when they are hungry. And sometimes your tummy rumbles, you know that horrible feeling when your tummy rumbles and you're really hungry. But when you eat, 
you feel better, don't you? Whenever that is, whether that's when you've got to your destination and you can have a snack, or whether it's lunchtime at school, or people are noticing the very hungry caterpillar on the slide, I think, as well. Um, and Jesus talks a bit about bread. He tells a story about bread, and he says this. There's going to be a slide coming up with the Bible verse. Then Jesus declared, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never go hungry, and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. And Jesus is saying that just like bread stops us from feeling hungry, he gives us everything that we need. Now, when we have a snack, we do feel hungry again, don't we, in an hour or a couple of hours or the next morning. But it's different with Jesus. He gives us everything we need, and knowing him will give us life forever. And what I want to do, children, is I want to set you a challenge, okay? It's going to come up on the next slide. Every time you eat some bread this week, okay, whether it's breadsticks or naan or all of those different things, I want you to say thank you to Jesus for remembering that he's the bread of life and he gives us everything that we need. And it might be that your grown-ups can remind you if you have a bit of toast in the morning or if you have a breadstick as a snack or a sandwich. How many times this week do you think you can remember that Jesus is the bread of life and say thank you to him? So what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask Sarah, who's just going to put out some activities for the children at the back. So if you'd like to get involved in an activity, then go and see Sarah now. She's just going to need a few seconds, I think, to get everything out. And then while we're doing that, I've got some volunteers. Uh, Lucy and Anna are going to come and read a bit more of the Bible passage to us. the crowd that had stayed on the opposite shore of the lake realized that only one boat had been there and that Jesus had not entered it with his disciples but they had gone away alone then some boats from Tiberias landed near the place where the people had eaten the bread after the Lord had given thanks once the crowd realized that neither Jesus nor his disciples were there they got into their boats and went to Capernaum in search of Jesus. When they found him on the other side of the lake, they asked him, Rabbi, when did you get here? Jesus answered, I tell you the truth, you are looking for me, not because you saw miraculous signs, but because you ate the loaves and had your fill. Do not work for the food that spoils, but for the food that endures to eternal life, which the Son of Man will give you. On him, God the Father has placed his seal of approval. So they asked him, what can we do in order to do what God wants us to do? Jesus answered, what God wants you to do is to believe in the one he sent. They replied, what miracle will you perform so that we may see it and believe you? What will you do? Our ancestors ate manna in the desert, just as the scripture says. He gave them bread from heaven to eat. I am telling you the truth, Jesus said. What Moses gave you was not the bread from heaven. It is my Father who gives you the real bread from heaven. For the bread that God gives is he who comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. Sir, they asked him, give us this bread always. I am the bread of life, Jesus told them. Those who come to me will never be hungry. Those who believe in me will never be thirsty. 
Brilliant. Thank you, girls. Beautifully read. Back to you. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I'll just tell you a little bit about the context of that passage then from John 6. So it starts with the bit where Jesus is feeding the 5,000. So he gets someone's packed lunch and he multiplies the bread and the fish and everybody gets a lunch. And then a little bit later, Jesus, the disciples go in a boat across the lake, and then Jesus comes to them walking on the water. So that's the two things that happen before we get to this passage about the bread of life. And as I was reading through it and thinking about what really stood out to me, what stood out to me are these verses which are going to come up on the next slide. Jesus replied, I tell you the truth, you want to be with me. So he's talking to the crowd now who've been looking for him. They've crossed the lake to find him. And he says to them, you want to be with me because I fed you, not because you understood the miraculous signs. But don't be so concerned about perishable things like food. Spend your energy seeking the eternal life that the Son of Man can give you. And as I was thinking about those verses, I was thinking about myself. So where are the perishable things that I'm really concerned about rather than chasing that eternal life? And I thought of an example. It feels like a silly example, really, but it is, it is a proper story. Um, I used to always listen to watch, read the Lectio 365 app in the morning. And my pattern would be I wake up, I get my phone, and I would do the app. You know, it takes a few minutes to read it, to read the passage. And when I did that, I would often think about it during the day and reflect on it. And then Wordle was created. Does anyone know what Wordle is? You know that app where you have to guess a word every day. Lots of nods of people who've also done Wordle. And I got really into it. I love a quiz. I love a game. So every morning I would think, well, I have to do the Wordle because what if someone in school tells me what the word is and they ruin it for my day? Or what if one of my family, which did happen quite often, send me their Wordle score via WhatsApp and then I won't know if I've done it or if I can't do it. So every morning, I would get up, and I would do the Wordle first of all. And then I would do the Lectio. And I wouldn't be in quite the same mind. And there wouldn't be that much time, because I have to get up quite early to go to school. So it would be a bit rushed. And then even worse, somebody created Hurdle, which is H-E-A-R-D-L-E, which is a name that tune every day. And the thing I love more than a quiz is a music quiz. I love a music quiz. So now, every morning, I have to guess name that tune. And they give you one second, then they give you two seconds, then three seconds, and you have to try and guess the song. And everybody in my department at school did hurdle every morning. So the first thing people would say to each other is not good morning, but how many did you get the hurdle in? And that was what everybody said every morning. So then I absolutely had to do the hurdle in the morning, because what if someone told me what it was? So, and I started to find out towards the end of term that actually I wasn't really doing the Lectio 365 anymore, or I wasn't spending much time on it, or I was rushing it, and I had these grand plans to do it later in the day, and it never materialized. And that was the thing that came to my mind, and I started to think about, don't be so concerned about perishable things. And last week, I didn't go to New Wine. Those of you who know me will know I'm a terrible, terrible camper. I can see some smiles. I love a conference. I absolutely love it. But I hate camping. I'm awful. So this year, it was perfect. I just got the New Wine online subscription. 
So every morning and every evening, I sat in my house. I was going to say in the dry, but it was dry at New Wine as well this year, actually, wasn't it? Um, and I watched the morning and the evening services from New Wine. And I'm sure we'll hear more about John Tyson, who spoke in the morning, who was brilliant. But one day, I was doing a few jobs at home and listening to his talk, thinking about what I was going to say this morning. And he said something. He was talking about conditions for revival, I think. And he said something like, the Holy Spirit comes where he's wanted. The Holy Spirit comes where he's welcome. And I just started to think about the wordle and the hurdle and the, you know, spending a bit less time with God because of those other things. And I want to set you a challenge, a bit like I did the children, with saying thank you to God for bread. And that's going to come up as well. And it's for me as well as for the rest of anyone else who it might be relevant to. This summer, don't switch off. I think things change in the summer, don't they? Summer Sundays feel different. Pattern groups maybe don't happen. Connect groups don't happen as regularly. We go away. We do all kinds of different things. And I'm aware that I can start to switch off in terms of you know, my relationship with God, the time that I spend. And I want to challenge myself, really, to spend my energy seeking the eternal life that the Son of Man can give me because... The Holy Spirit comes where he's wanted, and he comes where he's welcome. So that's a challenge for me, and maybe it's a challenge for some of you as well.